because I don't feel like I'm going to get a certain outcome. So that needed to have stopped. It needs to go back to the, to the, you know, the certainty and the confidence to go, sit down. What do you want? Do you want to be out of here as fast as possible or do you want the right outcome? This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Jake here again in the Celebration office bringing you the podcast for today. I pulled a bit from the first day of the 5x5 East Coast Tour where Paul and I were at Volk PT in Concord, North Carolina. The topic of having confidence and being able to sell and deliver with certainty came up within the group, which prompted Paul to tell them about a doctor he knew during his first time in professional soccer. Tune in to hear how this doctor changed Paul's perception on how to deliver an outcome with confidence and certainty that a patient can understand and appreciate. One more thing before you start your weekend, Sales Boot Camp is happening here in Orlando on December 7th and 8th at the Hilton located in Disney Springs. When you come down for this annual training event, you'll be able to double your front desk and treatment room conversions. Just email paul at paulgoff.com and Kate won't be able to reserve your seat. All right, guys, enjoy your weekend. I'm going to go work on this podcast and get the vlog out for tomorrow for you. Enjoy. You don't believe in it. Why do I believe in it? Correct. You don't think it's going to work? Why do I think it's going to work? Yeah. Should I, do I even need to be here? It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. Why won't we just go our separate ways and everybody be happy? So. You'll, you'll find, if you compare a conversation with, a, let's say, a specialist, right? A heart surgeon or a knee surgeon or a spinal surgeon. You go watch them. You go watch them. And the way that they speak to patients is stunning, right? Is there any niceties? This is what you need. This is how you'll get it. This is what it will cost you. And this is when we'll start. Nobody's going, well, how long is the surgery going to last, doc? Well, two and a half hours. Any chance you can get me out sooner? <laughs> Any chance we could do this in like an hour and 50? Why? Think about it. Why? Authority, position, and confidence, trust. When I went to, um, my background was initially in football, professional soccer back in England, and one of the first doctors that I started to learn from, one of the things that mesmerized me was how confidently he told somebody he didn't know an answer. And it never, ever left me. It was probably one of the most pivotal days of my life for just living with a certain amount of confidence and certainty that, that I think has stood me very, very well. And so bearing in mind I was in professional soccer, so this is guys like multi-million dollar soccer players, right, earning big money. And if they played on a Saturday, you're talking five, ten grand appearance fees, right? There's serious money on the line. So they'd get injured, they'd have a hernia or a, an ACL or whatever it would be, or a, or a meniscal tear, right? So I'd take, them, uh, take the players to see the doc. And the players, the first question is like, when am I back on the field, doc? Like, when will I be back on the field? Because they're running numbers in their head. They've got their cars, mortgage, you know, they've got the mortgage and their cars, finance, six cars on the drive, kids in private school and all sorts of shit. Bills coming out of their ass. No matter how much money they earned, never had any. Like, so they needed to be back on the, on, the, on the field. So every time we'd go in, it was always the first question, when will I be back on the field? And, and he'd many times just go, I have absolutely no idea, John. And the players would be like, what? Like, you're not supposed to say that. Like, you're supposed to give me some bullshit. Like, ah, six to eight weeks. And he, and he just go, I have no idea. But when I do, I'll let you know. And I was just like, 
oh, that is just so good, right? And I'm like 23, 24 at this point. And I pulled him on it after it. And I said, like, how, how do you get away with that? Like, how do you do that? Like, nobody's supposed to do that. Like, I, I haven't been, I've been like allowed to believe that what you say to a patient is something that they want to hear. He said, no, no, I tell them what like they need to hear from the get go. It's the only way I can get their trust. And the fact that I tell them I don't know from that, and he said, half the time I do know, and I know exactly it'll be like Wednesday the 17th, you'll be back on the field. He said, but much of what I do to get their respect in me is confidently tell them I don't know, but the minute I do know, I'll let you know. Where do you want this to go? And it's kind of that, it's that type of authority, it's that type of confidence that if you look at, I, I think personally the PT profession, we don't have that. We are very much trying to be liked. We have a patient that comes through these doors and we feel almost like a moral obligation to want to kind of like them and love them and cuddle them and be nice to them. And we think it's in the name of doing the best thing for them, but for most of them it isn't. Because we're doing, we're doing something that actually is for us and it makes us feel good because we're nice to a client and we can say, well, I'll get you out of here as fast as possible. And it's like, well, the reality is, John, I don't want to be out of here as fast as possible. You just haven't spoken to me in a way that I understand why the hell I need to be here for 12. And that's all I'm asking you to do. I'm screaming at you, screaming at you to tell me again in a different way what the hell all this is about. But back to what I said at the start of, of the little talk today, we've got two people butting heads there. He doesn't know how to explain that. He just desperately wants to know what the fuck is all this about? Somebody just sit me down and tell me what the hell I've signed up for here. Because however you've spoken to me right now, I don't get it. I really don't get it. And I, because I've got an ego, right? And this is, I'm talking as the patient. I'm not as a patient going to sit down and go, John, that all went over my fucking head. I'm absolutely clueless in all of this stuff. I have no idea what the hell you've just spoken to me. I'm a complete dunce. And I have no idea what the hell you've just said. How many people on planet Earth do you think live like that? None, right, is the word, right? Because they've got egos just like you, and just like I have. What they'll do is they'll sit there and go, John, amazing. Did, and you'll go, did you get that, Paul? And you'll go, uh, I'll go, yeah, totally, John, all in. I mean, where do I sign, right? I mean, got every word of that, John, and you're going, wow, this guy's smart. Like, he gets all this shit as well. Like, he must have done some studying online, right? All this stuff's going through your brain, right? While you're speaking about sciatica and all your nerves and your fucking different things that we all, uh, this L4L5, and oh yeah, I, I've read up on this L4L5, and you're going, yep, this guy's smart, like he's a real smart cookie. And at some point, this guy's going, I ain't got a fucking clue what John's going on about here. But now I'm too far in, and I'm gonna have to play along with this for a few more weeks and see if I can like bluff this thing through. And then after a while, the dissonance builds, and it's a scientific thing, the dissonance builds, and like six or seven weeks in, he's like, holy shit. Like, I have absolutely no idea what the hell is going on here. And my, my time in this company needs to end because I don't feel like I'm going to get a certain outcome. So that needed to have stopped. It needs to go back to the, to the, you know, the certainty and the confidence to go, sit down. What do you want? Do you want to be out of here as fast as possible or do you want the right outcome? Rather than, yeah, yeah, I'll get you out. The girl who does that, right, and I've seen it in my office, and it still will go on, it'll still go on to the state. Everybody needs to be reminded that they're doing it. Ultimately, we're all doing it for approval. Yeah. No, she desperately wants to be liked. We all, we all do, and this is the point. This is what I'm trying to raise to you before we even get into all of this shit. Like, this is easy. Until you understand all of this, and understand that most of your behaviors are naturally, and mine included, coming from a place where you want to be liked and loved. 
You want to be liked by everybody rather than respected. That doc didn't give a shit whether that player liked them or not. It's like, I, I don't care. Like, I'll be here tomorrow. I'll pick up my wages and I'm doing, my good, like, I'm doing my job. I don't need this person to like me. What I want you to do is respect me. And that's a big, 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 big difference. And, it, and, and when I kind of continued the conversation with him, I realized it wasn't what he was saying that the patient was after, it was how he was saying it. So if he'd have said to that, to that uh, footballer that day, so I'm the footballer and, I, and I've torn my ACL, I'm like, Doc, when, when will I be back, right? Look, I've got kids, I've got a mortgage, I've got three cars on finance, you know, I, I've got a huge loan to pay, I need to know when I'm back. If he'd have said, um, well, um, um, uh, oh, oh, I'm not quite sure, but I'll, I'll let you know. At that point, it's game over, lost, right? Completely gone. Because he looked him dead in the eye and said, do you know what, I have absolutely no clue, but I'll let you know as soon as I do. He didn't know, how, the patient, the, the, the player didn't know how to deal with that. And he's like, oh. And, and the more I read up on it years later and I understood it, he didn't actually hear what was said. This is the science. He didn't hear what was said. He just saw and heard how it was. And he saw somebody who looked him dead in the eye and said, I don't know, but when I do, I will tell you. In a way, that he could believe in and trust. From that moment on, in 0.2 seconds, the trust of that doc is earned, done. And every point now, when the player then would say, oh, is this gonna work? The doc would say, yeah, yeah absolutely. The player would go, well, all right, I, I, I believe this, because when I asked him a question last time, he didn't know he told me. But he told me to the point of, it was the how and the way in which it was said that made me as a patient, made me as the player, if you like, want to believe in you more. And I, I put it to you all, if, if again, at the start of this, I referenced today that I live in a world that everything's in my control, everything's my fault, everything shit is my fault, everything good's my fault. Like, like there's nothing, there's nothing that can get in the way of that. And if you start to look at your actions with patients and you start to look at your conversations, that's where many of us are actually breaking down that I want you to like me and I want you to, to kind of, oh, you know, nice to see you and oh, get me out of here as fast as possible and oh, if you can do it in three, that would be great. And it's like, oh, this is nice. If I went into Walgreens and said, hey, just take a few of the, the, the you know, things out of this prescription the docs just give me, I don't really want to pay for them all, what would happen? If I tried to modify a, a prescription and I'm working in, in a pharmacy, I'm going to jail. And, and look, this is not a, similar, uh, it's not as serious if you like, but it possibly could be taken that way, that ultimately every time we try and modify a prescription, which is what we do, if we don't, this is what you need, this is the way it is, it's up to you, take it or leave it. Rather than the opposite, which we think we're helping them, you're actually creating a level of uncertainty <coughs> that causes them not to want to come back. All of the study I've done, all of the clinics I've been in, that is the overarching common reason for numbers that don't appear to be the way that you want them to be on this. And, and it is why you often scratch your head. You're like, well, we followed Dean's script and, and like we, we did everything and we were all really nice to him. And you know, we just can't understand why we give him loads of love and we even made him a glass of water and we got him a cup of coffee and he still didn't want to come back. It really doesn't have anything to do with all of those things. It's, if I look at you, do I believe that you believe I'll get what I'm about to pay for. And if I don't, lights are out. It's just the beginning of the end. And that's ultimately what you have to, as a, as a company, as a team, uh, as people, that's what I think, and I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I'm just gonna tell you what works for me, what's worked for my staff, what now works for hundreds of clinics that I work with. That is what I think that, that really you have to aspire to be as a, as a unit, as a team. 
that you're all working together not to be liked but to be respected with patience and when you start to live like that back to again the, the, the beginning of the talk it's really about who you become as people I think um, owning a business gives you a chance to become somebody and, and being employed by a business actually gives you a chance to become somebody it gives you a chance to learn more it gives you a chance to understand yourself better because I promise you and you'll not believe me at this point yet you will not believe me but if you continue it after today the exact same problems that you're getting with patients, I, on everything I've got, if I followed you for a week, I'll find it with your friends and I'll find it with your husbands, wives or partners. The exact same butting of heads when I just can't get somebody to do something, no matter how hard I try, how nice I am, how much I, I give, if you like, I don't seem to get this thing coming back. And fundamentally, it all comes from my need to be liked, approved, loved, don't want to be rejected, so I'll just gloss over the whole thing and ultimately put it down to money and time and excuses of so-and-so's nature. That, that ultimately is what we find in, in, um, in clinics. Any questions so far? Making sense? Teach you any of this in school? There's the problem. You don't. You don't get taught this. And I'm not, I, I hope from what you take from me today, I'm not coming here today to try and teach you as, as staff. I'm just going to talk to you as people. Take it or leave it, and I, and I don't give a shit whether you agree with it or you don't, whether you like it, whether you think, fucking, this guy's full of shit. I couldn't give a flying fuck. It's stuff that I've read and studied for years and years and years and years and implemented in my own life to see some level of increased enjoyment in it because I'm now significantly more aware of conversations I'm having with people that seems to end significantly better these days than it used to do years ago. And that's where I would encourage you to start to take some of what I might hopefully be able to pass on to you today. That it isn't just about you as employees, it's actually about you as people trying to understand um, the people that you're talking to at home or the you know, husbands, wives, partners, relationships that you've got, that you bring that level of understanding to your patients and um, you'll have completely different outcomes, completely different relationships with people who are on the face of it having problems because of money because of uh, oh, I, we haven't got time or I want to see a chiropractor or I want to I want to do whatever it's not really that you know that way inclined so that's where I think um, we should start and then I'm happy to to kind of just take any questions that you guys have got with a you know re review of scenarios patients case studies thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience if you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.